You are now listening to the Purpose Edits Podcast. You've got to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to have the ability to self-assess, and not everybody has the ability to self-assess. You don't necessarily have to like school to be successful in school. You just have to know how to play the game and finesse it a bit and get through it. Welcome to the Perfect Settings Podcast. This is a short yet powerful conversation designed to help you do three things that can ultimately change the trajectory of your life. One, discover your purpose. Two, walk in your purpose. And three, ultimately fulfill your purpose. I am your host, Coach Vic, and I'm joined as always by my lifelong friend, my brother, the educator, Dr. Shane Calhoun. Fair enough. What up, homie? You all right today? I'm doing good, brother. How you doing? <laughs> man, I'm blessed. Blessed as always, man. I promise you, every time I see you, every time we get together, it's always a good time. Very good time, man. I, I've, I've learned the unique skill of just sometimes just not saying nothing and just letting, letting I guess, my face or action speak, I guess. And that kind of what just happened there as we was <laughs> as we were trying to figure out how to get into this thing. We just, you know. Oh. Listen, you, 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 you've said so much over the years with just your face and yeah. the, the words. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess now I'm now I'm aware of it. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, like always, man, it's good to see you. How's the family? How's and everybody's good. Um, just adapting to the stay at home. Um, we are at home, like at home. We don't go nowhere. Um, you know, set for the grocery store. So just adapting to it. Um, what about moms and, and Kiana, faith, uh, family, everybody? Everybody's good. Um, to my knowledge, you know, I always tell people no bad news is good news. So if you yeah. ain't hearing nothing, it's yeah. it's good, bro. Yeah, same here, mom. We talk, everybody, we talk. We got like a family group text. And so everybody's, you know, kind of chit-chatting in there, but nobody's, you know, relayed any bad news or anything. Thank yeah. God. Now I did lose an uncle in England. Mm, man, um, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, me too. And I and I hate that I sound so nonchalant about it, but it's like you know it's extended family. But it just shows the severity of this um mm-hmm. the situation. Like it's 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 right here among us, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually more concerned about my dad because he's in New York, and right now them cases up there are booming. Yeah, yeah, down here in uh. In Tampa, uh, Hillsborough County, you know, they, the cases keep increasing. I think Hillsborough is, if not the highest ranking county with regards to COVID uh, cases, um, it's got to be number two mm. in Florida. And, you know, that's the part that it don't have to hit your family to feel like it's close to home. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and at this point, we just pray that people be smart, man. People do what, you know, the government and law enforcement and authorities are telling you to do like this is the one time you know forget your your rights being infringed on like let's think about human life this is yeah life needs to supersede so uh without further ado man let, let's jump into it you know we always like to start off every episode with, with what blew your mind you know there's a bunch of stuff happening in the world uh both uh, good and bad, but more importantly, the, the profound stuff. As people are isolated and locked in the house, uh, they're they're getting their minds blown with information and, and new nuances that are happening. So, tell me, w- w- what blew your mind this week? Well, um, this week I have been 
And I've always listened to it, but it's been particularly good the last two weeks listening to a podcast called Brilliant Idiots. And they said a lot. I recommend that podcast to anybody. It's with uh, Charlemagne the God and Andy Schultz. I've been talking about them a lot lately. But one of the things that they said of is that in this time of uncertainty, that once we come out of this, there are going to be major shifts. You're going to have people who become billionaires, people who lose money, marriages that come closer, marriages that break apart, people that just start new businesses. So it's just the idea and thinking and hearing somebody talk about the leaning into the uncertainties of life and really making the best out of it. Like it's very easy right now to panic and to worry and to be thinking about the worst case scenarios. And it's really a lot harder. And I really think depending on how um, your spiritual belief line up that we're just being set up to just sit down and really think everything through and just hearing that on the other end, um, somebody else say, it because that's what I've been feeling in my spirit, that it's just time to really get some things moving and really executing on some things. And um, it just it just blew my mind hearing it and, and really got me excited about where we are. Although we're in the midst of a, a valley, you know, it just really got me excited about where we are and where we're going. Makes sense. Makes sense. It's, uh, I saw a post last night that said, if in all of this, you don't come out with a new talent, a new skill, a new yep. idea, right? It wasn't that you didn't have the time. You didn't have the discipline. Yep. 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 And and it kind of aligns with what you said um, at the end of the last episode, eat the frog. It, it, it's like this, this, this time will show you who you are and, mm-hmm. and it, it will, it will, it would, it would, you know, it will separate the real from the fake, the warriors from the go-getters and all of that. So it's, it's um, mm-hmm. real, real interesting, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, with today's episode, we're doing something a little different, right? We're, we're bringing on uh, uh, a person to interview, uh, D Scales. D Scales is one of, one of the most dynamic and interesting artists and people that I've met in my lifetime. You know, he, he, he jumps into a number of different facets that that he has proven he has skill and ability in, and I'm I'm really thankful we were able to get some time from him. Uh, you you gonna can you bring him on? You can you bring yeah, him on? Yeah yeah we'll get we'll get to D scales the interview with D scales on the other side of this commercial. Let's get to it. Uh, yeah, D, this is my best friend, Vic. Vic, this is D. Yeah. Um, we, uh, I sent him some information on you. As I say, we, uh, yeah. we, we chose you as our first interview because we just think you embody what we, what we believe in and, and what, we, what we're trying to push, which is just positivity, striving to reach your dreams and your goals, and just being out here to motivate people. So that was kind of the reason why um, we looked at you yeah. um, as one of our first guests, man. I appreciate yeah, what up, D? Nothing too much, Vic. What's going on? Nothing much, man. I, you came right in the conversation and, and got <laughs> introduced introduced to how we how we act and operate on a regular. This is us on the norm. Yeah, that's cool, man. Good, good. Well, um, here with partner D Scales, tell us a little about yourself. Um, I know you as a songwriter, author, um, just an inspiration. I follow you on uh, Facebook mostly, and um, I, I'm always enlightened by some of your posts. So, if you were going to just share about yourself and Tell people about you. Who 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 is D Scales? Well, D Scales is actually I would say it's more of an alter ego. 
but it's uh, okay. and it still is. It still is my name. So first, uh, my first name's initial and last name is Scales, and a lot of people find that ironic. But anyway, uh, yeah. for the most part, uh, I as Darian, uh, I'm just pretty much a down to earth person, country family driven things like that. I'm a, I'm an observant person, so I just like to watch my surroundings. But as these scales. I'm the person that's taking all those things that I observe and I'm trying to create art with it. So I would say gotcha. kind of along the lines of what you just mentioned, but yes, I'm a singer, rapper, producer, songwriter, and I guess I write poetry too. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, pretty much I try to be involved in the community, whether it's up front in the spotlight where people see me or behind the scenes and such. But I'm just a person that's trying to motivate people through music and just through my writing. Gotcha. So um, your last album, I gave it a listen. And one of the things that I really appreciated about it was it was it seemed to be very personal. And right. um, what's what I'm looking for? Uh, personally, you were just very open. So right. talk to us about your album and how it came about and all that good stuff. <laughs> well, so fear, uh, fear is an acronym for uh, face everything and rise. Mm-hmm. And um, I pretty much ran with that because my previous project was called Love. It was an EP, short and short thing, uh, language of various emotions. And pretty much that chronicled, I have to start with love before I tell you about fear, but love was actually kind of a a chronicle of a relationship that I was in. And it kind of went left because I was actually heavily doing music, like traveling and going places and all of that. And Mm -hmm. The girl thought I was cheating. <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, we broke up. I actually ended up falling for a girl who I believed to be my best friend at that time. And uh, you progress from there to five years later. I actually was reflecting on that time period because what actually happened was it slowed my grind down. Like, it kind of messed me up. Like, where she started out being cool with everything I was doing and liking it and loving it, uh, then she started saying like, oh, man, you know, I know you got to do this, but we don't have time for, you know, this, you don't have time for me, stuff like that. So as a man, I'm trying to be that good guy. And I slowed down some of the stuff I was doing as far as shows and, and, and going to different studios and stuff, but it actually made my career slow down too, you know? So mm. I, I wrote fear. Uh, I mean, I, I kind of stumbled across that in talking to my mom, but fear came about, and if you listen to e- either love or fear, you listen to it from start to finish without skipping any tracks. It's kind of like an audio movie, because audio movie and it flows straight. Yeah, on. yeah. Like if you, I have the skits and the skits it, from the songs to the skits. That's all based on reality, based on true events and stuff. And I, I don't know that. Yeah, I, I believe I have to be raw. I believe I have to be. Uh, Hate to cut you off, but the word I was thinking of was vulnerable. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, as far as oh, that project in particular, Fear actually, I'm going to be honest with you, Fear actually kind of made me mad. <laughs> Elaborate. Like, so the feeling of fear, I feel like, I feel like you have to, you have to be afraid uh, in order to make changes. Like you had to be vulnerable, in other words. So I use fear, mm-hmm. like people fear change, but, everything that you wish and hope for could be on the other side of that. So you have to push through it. 
uh, fear, it was like uh, the acronym could either be forget everything and run. So run from, you know, where you were or face everything and rise. So I kept it very honest Mm -hmm. to the point that I actually sold that CD to my ex, the one that I was talking about, or parts. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I handed it to her personally, and she paid for it. And, like, when she listened to it later, she actually ended up calling me. She said, it seemed like you were saying everything that you wanted to say to me before. I said, yeah, I did say that stuff to you, but I just put it in a CD because I feel other people are going through this too. So you you talked about how you know dealing with the ex caused your grind to slow down. Yeah. Since then, how do you balance the grind as well as your your personal life? That that as they call it, work life balance. How do you find balance <laughs> between those two now? Um. Well, I actually currently have a girlfriend, and like the one of the keys that I kind of look for was not somebody I, I feel like if you're not adding something to my life you must be in some way taken from it you know like if, if you're in my inner circle you know yep and so like I want one step that I I kind of just decided that I was going to do is make sure I had someone that was understanding of what I was doing and supportive of what I was doing and I'm not talking about like passively supporting I'm talking about actively like if i'm not recording something in the moment what'd you record today what'd you do so like from that standpoint that's where everything grew so that to to further answer your question what i ended up doing was realizing i can take life as it is and i allocated time to work on music so that or work on my book or work on things like that and i think a lot of people a lot of people don't realize how important that is you don't necessarily have to stop your grind or slow it down you just have to plan it. You have to plan right. your life. There's nothing wrong with having a plan for your life and then executing that plan. That's how you ultimately be more productive. Right. So what does that what does that plan look like? Like uh, that that's one of the things me and Vic have been talking about recently where you have all these endeavors. Right. So for you, when you were in creation mode, what did that plan look like? Um, I do what's called go into a cave. My current girlfriend doesn't she doesn't she doesn't necessarily like it when I say it that way, but it's the truth. I'm like, well, I'm gonna go into the cave now, and she knows that's finna that's finna be me locking in and stuff. But I go into the cave, uh, lay out what I'm gonna do, kind of like what y'all were just saying, making a plan, uh, whether it's music related or book related, or and then after that, I kind of look at my life and see like outside of this cave, what am I doing? Like, I gotta make time for my family, my girlfriend. Uh, talking to people, uh, doing interviews similar, you know, like this, or uh, doing production in the studio, but it uh, outside of what I'm already working on. But it all came down to prioritizing things in my life. So, um, in addition to the music, your book, 4 a.m., 4 a.m., The Mind is an Ocean. Tell us right. a little bit about the book. The concept of 4 a.m., uh, you probably know this because <laughs> I'm up posting at three yeah. or four in the morning. Uh, yeah. But that's when my mind is running. Like, honestly, like, so I'm like, when everybody else is asleep, I know that the world at some point is still going. Like, people are mm-hmm. still doing stuff. But around me, everybody is asleep. Everything is quiet. But that's when I can focus, like, more. And that's when my mind drifts and wanders. So it's like I started just writing my thoughts. And wherever it took me, that's what I that's what I did. Uh, but 4 a.m. Uh, is the is kind of like the staple. 
uh, of this because I'm gonna have another one coming soon. But like this one was more about motivation because I hit like I won't say a dark place, but mm-hmm. I had gotten into a point of depression, uh, and I went through it on and off for like uh, seven years. So I got to a certain point where I decided that this wasn't gonna define me, and so I started organizing all my all my songs all my poetry, all my little scribblings. And that's when 4AM came about. That's when 4AM, The Mind is an Ocean came about because my thoughts run deep. The original title was going to be The Mind is an Abyss, but I didn't like how that sounded. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And um, it reminds me of, I heard or saw this, this post that just stuck with me. And, and the post says, at any given moment, you have the power to say, this is not how the story is going to end. Yeah. And uh, it, it sounds like that's where that's what happened with you. Yeah, I, I would say that. It's, I watched, um, let me see, it was Kevin Hart, um, Will Smith, 50 Cent even said it, but it was a, he said it in such a different way, but it was the gist of just deciding like people don't realize how important and how impactful a decision is mm. like regardless of the situation yeah like uh, I, I've, I've been around people that have anxiety I know people that have depression and, and, and are still going through it and it's not as easy as people tend to make it and it's like asking people what's wrong that's kind of like hard that's that that actually impacts you in a weird way uh, actually it's more hurtful than anything but uh, if you ask somebody, is everything okay? That actually sounds a lot different. And that sparks, sparks a conversation. And in that conversation comes the person presenting uh, a decision that they have to make, that they want to make. They just haven't gotten to that point. Well, when I personally reached that point, I realized all I have to do is decide. Like, decide this is what I'm going to be. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to tolerate and not going to tolerate. Yeah. And that right there takes care. You always like you always have a choice. You might not like the choices, but it's like you always have a choice. And then you have to decide what are you going to be? Who are you going to be? Yeah. Too many people, I think, are stuck in not making decisions because their emotions are allowing their emotions to dictate what their decisions are. And it's important to make decisions that are best for you not what you feel is best for you. And I know that that sounds the same, but a lot of times the decision that is best for you don't feel good. Um, it's, right. it's a hard decision. It's a tough decision. And it probably brings some consequences that are unfavorable or unwarranted. Or uh, it also uh, puts you in, in front of some people or some things that you've been avoiding or trying not to face. Uh, but in reality, right. once you, once you conquer those things, once you, uh, face those things I think it makes it so much easier to move on and move forward like you say it ends up not being as hard as you thought it was going to be right right I, I think progression lies on the other side of fear kind of goes back to that mm-hmm. um, it, it's hard like if if this thing was easy everybody would do it it would be common nobody would care but it's like it's certain mm-hmm. certain a- aspects of your life that take you stepping on the other side of fear like for me uh, relating to the book, relating to any music I released, uh, I was very <laughs> candid in telling people, I'm like, look, 
I'm putting my real feelings, my my personal feelings, my personal thoughts uh, on this CD or they're in this book. And you're reading them or listening to them. And it's me being vulnerable, at least for this moment, for you to have insight into that. Well, you, if you talked to me when I was like nine or 10 or even 14, 15, you never could have told me that it would take me to this point, like having the CDs out, having them uh, on the major platforms, having a book on Amazon. You never could have told that version of myself any of that because I was so full of fear. Like, what are people going to think? What are people, you know, how are people going to view me? Until I decided that I didn't care. Like, I care enough mm. to where if it's constructive, I can use it and change. But <laughs> I posted this, uh, I think it was last night or earlier this morning. I don't know the days run together because uh, I didn't go to sleep to five, but five this morning. But I was saying, like, you don't go through life of like ignoring the people who applaud you just to find the person or the people that are, are born. Yeah, that which I saw that when you post that on Facebook. Elaborate yeah. on that a little bit. Well, it, it was it was through. I was paying attention to it was a couple of interviews. Well, not really an interview. It was like somebody was just talking, and uh, they people were like, "Yeah, man, that's really good." You know, different people congratulating them and everything. Then all of a sudden, uh, it was a. Uh, Somebody was like, well, I don't really care for that. And that's the person that this this person responded to. And I was like, okay, that's yeah, it kind of threw the whole vibe off because they responded to the negativity instead mm-hmm. of paying attention to all the people that were, were applauding them. And I learned at a young age that not everybody's going to like what you do. And if you contour to everything that people say that they feel like you should do, you're eventually going to go nowhere because, you know, <laughs> that's physics. If everybody's pulling you in all directions, you go nowhere. You should stay right there. Uh, and then I also was watching uh, the 85 – I watch 85 South Show, so shout out to them. But I, I was watching a particular episode, and this is confirmation for me because Deion Sanders said something along those lines. I think I, I think when I posted on Facebook, I quoted him. And I, don't, I didn't remember if he said it or Chico said it or somebody said it, but I, I remember hearing it. And it stuck with me enough. Right, I've heard this three times, three or four times. I need to write this. And and that's kind of what came about from it. It's like, I, I can't pay attention to the negativity. I can't pay attention to uh, the people that are, some people just ain't happy. Some people don't want to see anybody winning because they aren't. They don't know how. They don't They don't have the motivation. Yeah, they can't see past their circumstance and, and, and their situation right. to even learn what that other person is doing right and then yeah on the other side of that i've made it my goal not to be too busy where i can't do you know do anything but i've made it my goal to be so busy that i don't pay attention to it because i my my goal is to go into that cave and that's what i'm focused on you know gotcha That's why I'm be so focused on what i got going on that you know i may notice what you're doing but it's not impacting my my world right Exactly. You've touched on a, a couple different nuggets that you've received over time. Um, you don't pay attention to all the criticism and feedback. However, uh, like many of us, there has been some constructive criticism that has helped to propel us and our careers forward. What, as you think back, what has been the most uh, impactful, constructive criticism that you've received? that has helped you to move and be propelled forward? Mm, 
it's been it's probably been several several things over the course of it, but probably the two most impactful things that I've been told is one, just be authentic. That's like it's it's so many people that conform to what society wants you to be or your friends or your family wants you to be, but you know what you feel inside. So be authentic to yourself and because uh, people in the long run appreciate authenticity. Uh, mm-hmm. And the other side of it is don't be afraid to fail. Um, I actually got that. I, I don't know if you can say I learned that in preschool, uh, but it, it, it I didn't know what it meant back then because, you know, you, you're taught to win. like You're taught to go for it mm-hmm. and stuff. But uh, it was just saying, like, don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to um, come up short in some cases because your lessons, your greatest lessons are in your failures because you learn what then you're not going to repeat that unless you're crazy, but you're not going to repeat that. You know, uh, you're going to do something that makes it better. And so that those two yeah, have been probably the most impactful. When you talk about that fear of failure, I remember seeing somewhere on Facebook, you were talking about that you almost didn't do a book signing or you did a book signing and you should have done a book signing and you didn't. Talk to me about that experience because when I read the post, I can't remember exactly what it was. But when yeah. I read the post, in that moment, I was like, yo, I have to talk to this guy to see what, what's going on. <laughs> well, I've, I've had people in the past say to me, like, uh, about doing, like, book, uh, book uh, music releases, music release parties or album release parties. And such, and I've done something similar to that in the past, which it was already a party. I just happened to be dropping an album at the time, and you know, people showed up to the party, but also people came to the booth where I was, and some of them bought CDs, some of them just you know congratulated me and stuff. But when it came to a book, because that was uncharted territory, something I had never done before, uh, I kind of was like, well, let me just put this out there and see what happens. I don't want to go through the process of renting a place or doing anything like that, like renting a place for people to see, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, cause I, it wasn't, it wasn't so much a fear of that being a failure, but I was like, I didn't want to put it out there cause it's something new, something different. And yeah. I just kind of wanted to see if people actually liked the book. And I was like, okay, well I'll put out this second one then I'll consider doing it. But when I got, I actually received an overwhelming response, something I wasn't expecting. And then that's when I started thinking, I was like, goodness, like I should have done that because that would have allowed people to show up and come around me and uh, and see me and talk to me and ask me questions and stuff versus having to go through like my, my mom or my cousins or my girlfriend or something like that. But yeah, that's gotcha. kind of where that came from. Gotcha. D, D, I'm just now getting to meet you, but I can tell you, you're cut from a similar cloth, man, and I appreciate and respect anybody with a grind like yours, a, a person who is passionate or has found something that you're passionate about and you're pursuing it wholeheartedly, you know, and I respect that and I appreciate that and and I can't wait to continue to follow you and communicate with you, man. Looking forward to the projects you got coming oh, up. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I appreciate that. And, it, and Definitely a pleasure meeting you and actually rocking with y'all on this. Like, I would say this is my first podcast. One is my first podcast on the phone, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's history right there. So <laughs> uh, it's 
it's been cool though. Like I like the conversation. I like the line of questions and everything. Absolutely, man. It's a pleasure having you. I got uh I guess one question and then um I'll ask you to plug your stuff. And this last question, all it is is I took um I saved a couple of your posts okay. from Facebook. And all I want you to do is I'll read the post and you just give me a snapshot of what you were thinking about because I thought they were powerful thoughts that other people should hear. So the first one is gotta move different when you want different. Gotta move different when you want different. Well, you can't keep doing the same thing if it's not proven to be successful. And you can't keep hanging around the same situations or people uh, if it's not showing, like if it's showing to be stagnant. So that you're not progressing. Uh, You're kind of just there. That's kind of where I was going with that. You gotta gotta move different. (laughs) I get you. Move differently. All right. You can't talk butterfly language with caterpillar people. <laughs> <laughs> um, that one's kinda kinda along the same lines, but as far as you have those people that want to be weights, uh when mm-hmm. you're trying to talk about things that are that are larger than your city or larger than your state and stuff, uh you have those people who are stuck kinda in their ways and you can't really have those aspirational conversations. Like, you can try. Like, I still try. But, like, up to a point, like, I'm not going to – at a certain point, I'm wasting my time. So Yep. Say what I got to say. Moving. Yeah. yeah. All right. Two more. It's simple. I don't announce my moves. I don't have to be where everyone else is. I'll stay down till I come up. Right. So, I don't – I believe in not announcing everything that I'm doing or trying to do because soon as you you have people that are counting you to fail I don't need that energy and then I don't like to announce something because I might make a change and to that other person it might look like failure but to me it was a lesson or mm-hmm. you know things like that uh, but yeah but for the, for the most part like just chill like focus on your grind and let your grind speak speak excellent and the last one and this is so important because I say this to people every day but a lot of people miss it we are all one moment away from a positive life change. Stay the course. Yes. yes. Um, whatever you, like, we all know what we're doing, and we all know that we can do something better. We can be better. Um, if you just, it kind of goes back to just deciding, like right? decide that you want better, and then you'll start, you know, saying things differently or doing things differently that are going to lead you to that point where things actually start getting better. And it, it actually goes back to the last thing you just said, which mm-hmm. like I'll stay down till I come up. Like I decided I'm going to focus on progressing. So if that means me kind of going back into my cave and working on things, getting better, becoming a better singer, a writer, rapper, producer, that's what I'm going to do. I won't announce my moves, but when I finally put it out there, you'll hear the growth. Mm. Excellent, excellent. So, man, we, we really appreciate you coming on. Would you go ahead and um, plug your stuff and, you know, tell us where they could purchase your book, listen to your music, um, so our listeners can uh, catch up with you whenever they feel or however that works? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I try to make it very simple for everybody. <laughs> Just go to dscalesmusic.com. You'll find all my social media. You can read about me to get the gist of it. Uh, you'll find my music projects, a few videos, and also if you click books, you'll find a link to my book, 4AM, The Mind is a Notion. That's dscalesmusic.com. Amazing, man. We appreciate you, brother. No problem, man. Appreciate yeah, man. y'all.
Stay down till you come up. Definitely. <laughs> cool, man. What's up, world? This is Shane from the Purpose Addicts Podcast. And several people have asked me, where can they obtain this podcast? Well, you can go and listen to me and Vic on the Anchor platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Republic. All of these outlets have this podcast available to you. Please download, like, and share so we can spread this message of positivity with everyone. Thank you for tuning in and continue to support. Peace. All right. All right. We've at, we've reached the end of the episode. And uh, for those of us who've been rocking with us for a long time, you know, we always like to end uh, with a little food for thought. We'd like to grab our favorite quote, at least one of our favorite quotes. And we'd like to present it to you with a little food for thought, get you thinking, you know, with today's episode being about fear, I feel like, this particular quote is so fitting. The quote says, convention makes no room for creativity. Again, convention makes no room for creativity. And when you think about it, a lot of people conform to, a lot of people stay within their comfort zone, right? Because they're afraid. They're afraid of getting outside of their comfort zone. They say, you know, progress is just on the other side of your comfort zone. And for many of us, before we take that first leap of faith to go do what it is we need to do or that idea that jumped into our head, you know, we got inspired in some way by some person or something we heard or read, a lot of us were scared. And so we conformed to convention, but understand that convention, if you keep doing the same thing you've always been doing and you expect different results, they call that insanity. You have no room to even be creative because you're stuck in the same routine, the same rut. So how do you expect to get out of your situation? You want to change the way things are going? You got to change the way things are going, right? At the end of every episode, again, we want to give you some food for thought in hopes that you get inspired to go be great, man. Go be great. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed time. Again, this is Coach. I'm rocking with my best friend, Dr. Shane Calhoun. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to. Like us. Share it with somebody else, man. We out. Full speed.